I'm Mark Adams and welcome to episode 57 of Mark's Mess Podcast. We're with my daughters Charlotte and Catherine. Catherine and Charlotte. Charlotte and Catherine. Catherine and Charlotte. Uh, who, uh, Charlotte is eating us uh, Christmas sweets at the moment. Uh, we are in between Christmas and New Year, but we are going to be talking about geeky things. We're going to be talking about Doctor Who Flux and the episode Panther Quest from the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon. First of all, how was your Christmas, girls? I thought you were asking them. <laughs> well, well I, I honestly, folks, let's let's ask you, how was your Christmas? That's interesting. Oh, that's so good. Oh, you're welcome. Anyway, Catherine, how was your Christmas? Ah, it's all right. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's good. Charlotte. It was good. Lost my voice. All good. No, that's good. You two have been... Oh, this seems to be every time. You two have been studying really hard over Christmas as well. We had a couple of days off for Christmas and Boxing Day. Yep. Um, Did you get anything nice and geeky? I got everything nice. (laughs) Everything was nice. I got Percy Pig slippers. And if you don't know what Percy Pig is, Google it. It's not an actual pig. It's not. They're not made of pig. Well, te- technically they are. Unless you get the vegan gelatin. Okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> but there are vegan ones with green ears. I got some lovely things. I got a uh, hundred years of Marvel Comics, the big book uh, of that. I got Doctor Who Web of Fear, which is really interesting. It's one of the black and white Doctor Whos. There's lost episodes, so they've actually animated them. So there will be an animated Doctor Who. And I, I got a few other things which were... Uh, really good. Oh, got the the history of the Marvel Universe, which I rather like because it's got half of it is a story, half of it is all the notes. Which Resurrections, the Adam Warlock podcast, are actually going through at the moment. So I'm looking forward to reading it along with them. We have also caught up with all the MCU. We have had Ooh. Disney Plus for the past month or so. So we. Ooh. And we we went to see uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, but we're not going to talk about that in this episode. We're going to talk about that next episode. Hopefully we'll get it recorded before you go back to school, but uh, we'll see about that and we'll talk a wee bit more about the last year of the MCU and how it affected us. This podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about Doctor Who Flux, the last uh, series of Doctor Who, the last of Jodie Whittaker's series of Doctor Who. There's three more episodes as we're speaking now. There's a New Year's episode, there's an Easter-ish springtime episode, and then there's the final one in the autumn. Uh, But before we talk about Doctor Who, because it's going to be a bit spoilery in case you don't want to know, we are going to be talking about Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and the episode Panther Quest, which introduces the Black Panther. So here's a synopsis I'm taking from <laughs> Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes.fandom.com. T'Challa, the new Black Panther, meets the Avengers and tells them of his, uh, that his country has been overrun by man ape. As the Avengers arrive in Wakanda, not only do they have to help T'Challa reclaim his family's throne and country, but they have also to deal with Claw and the Grim Reaper. While Panther and Cap take on Man-Ape, Iron Man, Wasp and Ant-Man take on Claw, who is mutated into a sound monster. Panther defeats Man-Ape and takes a throne back. Iron Man takes Claw's sonic emitter out of his stomach and kills him. Black Panther then welcomes himself into the Avengers and says they will ha- he will have to earn their trust. 
Okay, so that was our episode. I have a question. You you go on with the question. If your boy was made of sound, sound. Why was he purple? Uh, why could you see him? I I think it was just uh, to show that he was. I. But why purple? How could they purple see him? Purple is a villain color, Catherine. No, but what, you know the way he had to go in through his mouth. How would he know where his mouth is? Would he? Well, not no, see I think I thing? think you could see him. I think you can see sound waves. As sound is just a different form of microwaves. microwaves. Is uh, it? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm making this up as good. You're the science one. Uncle Roger was really impressed with your science from the last one. No, it's not. I don't. It's not. It's not in the spectrum. Yeah, it's not in the spectrum song. I don't know physics. What spectrum song? The el- electromagnetic spectrum song. Uh-huh. Never heard of it. Uh, How does it go? The electromagnetic spectrum is just a name. And then it goes, dun, 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 Let me tell you what they are. Radio waves, microwaves, infrared, radiation, visible light, ultraviolet, x-rays, gamma rays. Well done, Charlotte. Great well singing, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that was that See, was brilliant. That I was brilliant. I don't even do physics. I don't, I, I just don't know. Anyway, you need to learn that it, song. It was purple because they made him purple. Okay, does that satisfy it? Sometimes things just are because they are because comics. Iodine turns purple and hexane turns violet. Actually, I learned that today. Okay, but the okay, green turns purple if you add purple icing. <sighs> I just had to add anyway, my bit. So. Let's go through this. First of all, this was my... This is the the cartoons that really helped me like Black Panther. I couldn't understand them before, and now I do. How does this compare to your first viewing of Black Panther in the movie? He's very spyish. He, like, sneaks in and stands there. Well, he's a cat. If he was in the Scooby-Doo cartoons, he would have that sound that goes... He'd be, like, hunched over. So are there any differences between the T'Challa in the movies and the T'Challa that you saw in the cartoon? He's less diplomatic. In the cartoon? Aye. Why? Because he's just direct with it and goes, mm. I need your help. Well, well, he had a very specific mission in, in this one. It was man ape had taken over his kingdom. Oh well, well, who was he in the movie? The Maku boy. Yeah. They did say that in this cartoon. Cartoon, well. is the same name. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, okay. And you got to see the guards, the the women with the spears. Yes. They were the same. Oh, I forgot. I keep say I, I keep wanting to say Depeche Mode. Tachari. I have no. You've got no clue. Whispering it doesn't help because it's. Anyway, uh, by the time you look that up, nope. we'll be nope. fast, miles fast, away. Do you want to say it as if you didn't have to look it up? It seems to be a dish. <laughs> okay, Tachari is a dish. Yeah. Right, if the vibranium. Uh huh. So you know the way it kind of exploded. Not really. It didn't explode. That's but it the whole would point. Have It would have exploded. So does that mean that the stuff they use is not direct vibranium? No. So like Captain America's shield. Captain America's shield absorbs vibration in the movies because when Peggy Carter shot it, yeah. when he was going, "Hey, what do you think of this?" Bang, bang, bang. Uh, well, it works. The bullets just dropped. They didn't bounce off. Yeah. Which makes no sense when he throws it at the wall and it comes back. Yeah, it defies uh, laws of physics. Yes, Peter Parker told us that. So vibranium absorbs and can redirect vibrations. 
In fact, that's not answering my question, that's to be that's honest. Vibrate. I think the answer yeah. to the question is it does whatever the writer wants it to do. Fair enough. Uh, and it but will... they, did, they did say um, in the movie, you know the way they transport the vibranium? She, uh-huh. um, Shuri did have to create some sort of device to make sure it didn't explode. So there's a connection so maybe it's there. It's an alloy? But it's not an right. alloy because it's, it's an ore. Yeah. Ores aren't alloys. I know how to extract ores. Uh, okay. So do I. Do you want to, do you want to, that's an engineering thing. I, I was an engineer. How do you do it then? If it's, no. depending on it's Next a high grade or a low grade. Nah. Right, this is a podcast about Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It's about ores. Daughters. I'm not ores. Right. Why are the paddle things called ores then? Next question. <laughs> oh wait, that's spelled differently. Never mind. Yeah. How do you spell the first one? O-R-E and then the paddle things O-A-R, I think. What about... O-G-R-E. O-R. O-R. Going up against Claw, he's in the movies. How did he die in the movies? Who is um, it? Did Ki- he fall to No, Killmonger no. shot him. Who is it? I don't remember that. He, he British uh, dude with one arm. He was in a- Age of hair, Ultron. Beard-ish. And he was in Black Panther. Died in the Black British Panther. The British one? Yes. That's well, what he, I just he, said. he was South African. <laughs> Wait, what? He has a British accent. It was oh, South okay. African accent. Was it? Yes. Okay. Was I not the guy that had to pilot the ship when like the place was being shot at? What place? What place? Was what I not ship? the guy who was also in like Sherlock or something? No, that's the guy who interrogated him. Yeah. Wait. You know the guy he interrogated? Oh, yes, no. yes. That's a different guy. Uh, that's uh, a different inter- character. He, oh. he interrogated um, the bad guy and yeah, then the yeah. wall blew up and he just went... <laughs> I, I forget what he looks like, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I forgot more. World. What are we talking about now? Ulysses Claw. Ulysses Claw. Wars. Wars. <laughs> and in the comic books, I know him from Secret Wars mainly because he was a creature of sound and you could turn him off and he just went bloop. A bit of vacuum. Into his claw, into his uh, sonic disruptor thing. The, there's also uh, a theme here. Uh, who could they not contact who's an Avenger? Thor. 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 Who was also not there? Hulk. Well, Hulk hasn't been there because Hulk left, if you remember. No. But he'll be back. You know the Sonic thingy they had? Yes. That was pink, so maybe that's why it was purple. Maybe that's why. Also, the vibranium twinkled purple, so... That's true. That's true. Twinkle, twinkle, little vibranium. But there's also a thing. Did you notice who was in charge of the Avengers? Who gave all the orders? Stark. Stark did. Was he good at it? No. no. No, he was terrible. He was quite arrogant in his whole thing. Oh, yes, we can beat the Black Panther. <laughs> oh, yes, we I can fly in whichever way I want because my technology is superior. Oh, yes, we can beat the whole army here. And all of it, he couldn't. Is that not just a general character? Um, Yeah, it's not so much in the comics I read when I was younger, but it came into it from the movies, this uh, arrogance of Stark. They didn't bring a chair for T'Challa. He just had to stand the whole... He didn't even sit on the <laughs> in, floor. In the Quinjet. Yeah, how mean was that? Let's you know, build a Quinjet just for four people. not to, like, like Where did Thor or Hulk sit originally? What no, happened to them? I, I agree. I agree. Yep. No wonder Hulk left. Hulk well, left Thor, because Thor, there was no chair. Thor flew, probably. Well, Iron Man could fly. Wasp yeah, but that would use fly. up his technology. Wasp will get tired by it. Oh, yeah, Thor's hammer might get... His arm might get tired. 
You know, he has to stick out the no, whole house. No, Thor is a Asgardian god. But he doesn't how, get tired. how long... You know why he spins it? Just whoosh. How long can it go for? Because eventually you'd have to land and then spin again and... I, d- I don't know. I assume it's You just spin as it as far. You just spin it as long as you need. Yeah. If like he's going down, he spins it again. It's like... Yes, it's like... <laughs> rechargeable torches. Uh, what else was I going to say? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Claw looked very different. Or he looked kind of like weasel He looked like a monkey. Yeah. He looks more like he did in the comics. Monkey man. A lot of these looks for the characters are straight from the comics. He looked like a monkey butler. He looked like he a did. monkey butler. He did. He looked like a monkey butler. Okay. Who was your dude that was with him, though? Uh, the um, Grim oh, Reaper. The We've seen him before. I don't remember. Oh. We've seen him in a couple of episodes before. Was that the one with all the people who were trapped and then Captain America and Bucky had to get them out? No. He is uh, an agent of Hydra. So we saw him in the first Iron Man one. He is also Simon Williams, Wonder Man's brother. So we saw him in the last episode. So he's just a bad dude with a big... Cape. Big, well, big Cloak. cape, but it's a, it's a big spiky thing he's got. A big scythe. There, there is that tension within the Avengers, right? Um, Ant-Man is just fed up, right? Wasp is just excited to be in an adventure. Stark just ignores everyone. Remember in the last episode, uh, he was talking to Simon Williams and he wasn't really listening. And Simon mm-hmm. Williams stomped off and then became Wonder Man. All, all Stark had to do was actually listen. Don't remember that. Was yeah. that the guy who went to the roof in the movie? Which guy? And then waited for him and he never turned up? No. So you know the way you couldn't see um, Wakanda from the... Uh-huh, from the satellites. Yeah. yeah. How come you could see the Hydra people then? Because they were they not in Wakanda? Because Black Panther put in his special chip. Yeah. What his special what? chip? His his, oh, what, yeah. his chip that was literally yeah. shaped yeah, like yeah, his yeah. face. No, 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 I understand that. But how can you see them and not the other people? Because they zoomed in on them. Yeah. But if you zoom in and everywhere else, does that mean you can see them? Yes, well, with Black Panther's special chip. But they were looking for them, so they went straight to them. I'm more interested in the dynamics in the Avengers. Captain America obviously wasn't happy with the orders that Stark was giving. Because Stark just made it up as he went along. I think that Wasp should be. Hey, she made a brilliant leader in the 80s in the comics. She was fantastic. Because she seems to be the only one that doesn't have a grudge against something. True. What about Captain America? I don't know. He's just a bit bossy. There's a thing with this Captain America that he keeps on saying, back in my day, you know, he was sitting in the plane. Yes, we didn't have airplanes like this. What we had was science fiction like this oh, yes. and things like that. It During was, the war, they didn't have planes. He seems to have not adjusted well to the age. Well, this is the third episode after he came back. So yeah. I don't know how long it's been. Three weeks, three months, three yeah. years. Thirty years. And, and really, he's uh, all he's got is his motorbike. I mean, realistically, does he even have a wardrobe like full of clothes? No. He probably does. Stark probably gave him a credit card. And he's just like, what is this? You did what? Oh, that's true. How, how do you work that? He's going to use it as a shield. Because <laughs> it's hard enough working money in the 21st century. How, why, why, when I hover it over, does it beep? <laughs> So what did you think of this episode as part of the overall story they're building up of the Avengers? I thought it was pretty good. It was building up the story of the Avengers. So where do you think it's going to go? In Black Panther's bit. Okay. I I mean, the, uh, last time I said the next one's going to be the best one. It's actually the next one. It's, the, it's a Hulk is coming back. I think that the next time 
Black Panther's going to be with him, but they're not like they're not going to let him do anything because he's just some random guy. And yeah. Well, we got our end of episode, uh, sort of intro to the next episode, where they were going towards the cube, a cube that had been destroyed. Was it in space? No, the cube is in the desert, and that's the one all the gamma-radiated villains were in, plus the Hulk. It looked like, oh, that's where he went. No, 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 that's not where he went. He he wasn't there in the first place. Oh, he he was uh, escaped from there. Oh, yes. It, but it looked like they were in space because it looked like there was like a big planet or something in the sky. But that could be well the be. sun. No, the but moon. it was really big. A okay, big but they had the big dome of green, which obviously is a big dome of gamma radiation. Yeah. I was thinking, you know your boy Green Lantern, but then I realised it was a completely, completely wrong thing. Completely wrong universe. I don't know. How are you on this podcast if you I think Green Lantern's going to show up I'm going. Aye, aye. My contract's Close up. the door in the way. I have another mince pie. That'll do you. Right, so out of ten, what would you give the episode? A nine. A nine? So you thought it was nine. really good. Out of ten. Okay. Yeah. About a six or seven. Six or seven. What was... Mediocre. Right, so next time we will have the Hulk coming back plus a certain purple Spoilers. archer coming back. Oh. Oh. Oh, wait, was that not like either he was trying to kill Black Widow or the other one? Yeah, way yeah, there's a bit of that. Oh, and like everyone thinks he's bad now. I thought they thought she was bad. It's because she is bad, but she made everyone think he was bad. D- didn't he have like, you know those masks you get for Wayne's where you just, it's like a piece of string and a piece of foam where he, he has like a. Yeah. But it looks I like have. a barn oil. Yes, because it's hawk eye. It looks like hawk's eyes. It's like an eye. Hawk eye. Anyway, that will be the one we do next. We're going to skip off for... uh, We're going to have some uh, leftover Christmas cake and a bit of turkey and some stuffing and some gingerbread houses. And you guys, if you listen to a couple of promos for another couple of great podcasts, we'll be back in a minute with some Doctor Who. Tell me his name again. I think I shall call him Adam But return to me again empty-handed And I will bathe the stallways in your blood Thanks, Dad Sounds fair Korvac's power grows As does his madness He would have destroyed us all had I not pulled us into the soul gem. Then Thanos, I'm coming for you. After Xandar, you were going to kill my father? You dare to oppose me? You see what he has turned me into? You kill him, I will help you destroy a thousand planets. It's all right, Adam. We're here to help. Just stay cool. I don't want to be here! Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Five years and going strong. Every other week, mostly. For all of your Adam Warlock, Thanos, or Marvel cosmic needs. Find it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. Resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com Adam Warlock. 
You cannot keep leaving your philosophy books open on the floor. I always trip on them in the middle of the night on my way to the can. A historic moment tonight. The Berlin Wall can no longer contain the East German people. It is 1989. After 28 years of dividing a city and symbolizing the divide of the Cold War, the Berlin Wall opens up. And from there, everything changes. Fallen Walls, Open Curtains is a podcast miniseries from Pop Culture Affidavit and hosted by me, Tom Paneris. From November 2019 until December 2021, I am going to take a look at the events that took place 30 years ago, beginning with the fall of the Berlin Wall and ending with the dissolution of the Soviet Union and the end of the Cold War. Along the way, I will be flashing back to the landmark and not-so-landmark pieces of popular culture that reflected and defined the Cold War. The first episode will drop on November 9th, 2019, and future episodes will be released quarterly at popcultureaffidavit.com and twotruefreaks.com. And we're back. The was it the thirteenth season of New Who has been the thirteenth uh, with the is it the thirteenth? No, is it not the fourteenth? Is it the fourteenth? No, it's the thirteenth. Um, the latest season of Doctor <laughs> Who was an overarching story called The Flux. Now, there haven't been, haven't been an overarching story uh, since Trial of a Time Lord, maybe, with Colin Baker, and before that, Tom Baker's... I thought there was The Bad Wolf. Was that not an overarching well, story? Well, that was no, no, that was a thread that ran through every episode, uh, but it wasn't the main part like of the episode. It didn't continue from the last yes. one. Uh, okay. th- there was a key to time of Tom Baker's era in the late 70s. And uh, I just about remember that because I'm so young. So youthful. So youthful. You're, you're My a lot, youth- it's a lot of like 10 in the 80s. Yeah, I was, I, ten or, um, I was born in 71. I don't think that's a secret considering the whole eight, podcast. 10 on or 18. Wait, what? What? 10? What? Yeah. That 1980, what age was I if I was born in 71? 1980, you were 9. I was 8 at the first half of 1980. Yeah. 
18. There you go. I remember this. Okay, six episodes uh, dealing with the Doctor against uh, the Flux, which is some sort of destructive force that went across uh, the universe. Uh, the episodes were the Halloween Apocalypse, which took. To- which was shown in the Halloween here. War of the Centaurans, which was in the Crimean War. Once Upon Once upon Time, which is the Doctor dealing with Swarm. Village of the Angels, which they're transported to a village in 1967. Survivors of the Flux, which is dealing with um, Yaz, Dan and Jericho back in 1904. And um, an introduction, reintroduction of units and the Doctor being in between universes and something like that. And then finally the Vanquishers, which three Doctors appear in it. And it uh, brings everything to a close. Now, I have got several, I've got uh, four or five-ish points which are negative and four or five which are positive. Let's deal with the negative. Uh, missing plots that fell off. Uh, in the first couple of episodes, the TARDIS was bleeding, and then you had the whole thing with the TARDIS doors appearing everywhere. Then it was forgotten about. I, I find that really annoying when they do that. Yeah, it was. To be honest, it was probably done because this was six episodes, and um, because of COVID, it was probably brought down from maybe ten episodes. Well, I mean, there are yeah. three episodes left, so why didn't they adjust the script then, the story? Because they probably had filmed it all and planned it all before they knew how much they could actually film. The last mm-hmm. cu- couple of episodes were very rushed. So all the plot points were squeezed into the whole thing with uh, Kate Stewart, the unit woman. Yeah, why was she there? What? Yeah, it was if she if you took her a bit out, it wouldn't have missed anything. And also the thing about um, your woman who was going across with your wee device and your other man, and then there was the robot things that transported people places. What what like what was the point of that? Right. Bell. Yeah. Uh, and Vinder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think th- those things were very much missed. So we've got uh, the missing plot points of the TARDIS, Kate Stewart, Belle. Who's Belle? Was she the Northern Irish gal? She was the Northern she Irish was. gal. There was, what was Swarm? You know, the bad guy with all the bits sticking out. Aye, and well, also, what was what? the other thing? Time. What Swarm? Possibly. The one that... Uh, See, you're even you're, saying like, what was Swarm, because there was so much in it. Your evil woman. Oh, her. Uh, your evil woman, the the old woman. Yeah. Right, she was, if you remember when they talked about the timeless child. Yeah. The woman who found the child who would become the doctor. That was her. Was that not the one who, like, experimented? Yes. So that's... she's been in it before? Yes. Just one one episode. But, like, what? <sighs> what? It was very rushed. Yeah, like, they didn't really... It was more just like, here, have an idea, have an idea, have another idea. But we're not going to tell you how these things are related or why they're actually in this. Just have them. Yeah. Take it. I think those are the things that really hurt this as a story. That it was so rushed, so many plot points that they should have just cut out completely. But I understand why they were there in the first place and why... That maybe they couldn't cut it all out. So those are definite negative things that spoiled our enjoyment. It can be our house was divided into about people who enjoyed it and people who didn't enjoy it. 
people uh, who watched it, people who didn't watch it. Well, well, you, Catherine, you and I enjoyed it. I probably enjoyed it a lot more than you did. I like there was one specific episode of like. Yeah, which the, one was that? Um, it was one where the uh, weeping angels. And, yeah. Yeah. The village of the angels. Possibly. Yeah. Because like, it kind of reminded me of the tenth Doctor a bit, like the way it was laid out. And that brought. Julie and Charlotte here back into it a wee bit more, but they were lost in the second episode, War of the Sontarns. Yeah, like, um, you know your woman that went back in time, what was she there for? Yeah. Like, and the, the other guy, the yeah, professor one. The professor. Uh, well, let's move on to the positives, because we could go on about these things, uh, you know, and it's probably COVID created these now, I've got a funny feeling if you had 10 episodes, some of the episodes would be slow and boring. Yeah. Because uh, there would be too much or not, not enough plot to fill them all. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about them. The one story. I liked that. I liked it was one continual story throughout the whole thing because TV has moved on to that. What is the story? The story was about the flux coming oh, and what yeah. the flux was and that type of thing. What was the flux? That's a problem with the the compressedness of the last uh. couple of episodes. In the last episode, splitting Doctor Who in three, splitting the Doctor in three worked really well for me. I thought it was a really good plot device and a really good way of drawing all the threads of it together. Again, uh, there was a richness in the cast. I thought the cast were very good. They played the characters really well. Hi. Uh, but there was also a richness in the characters. Uh, you had Claire was instantly likable. Yeah, I feel like um, Belle and Vinder could have had like their own little spin-off. Yeah. Because I feel like that would have worked better. She didn't really know anything about them or like what they were doing. Or well, let's talk about Thaddea Graham because that perked us all up because a local girl from Northern Ireland playing a character hearing this Northern Irish accent. Ah. Fantastic. You know, representation does matter. I never recognise a Northern Irish accent unless I try to actually say the words myself. And it's like, huh. That's because you speak so proper-like. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you, and you've got uh, all these threads coming together. Uh, Carvanista. Who? Carvanista, the dog. Oh, the dog. I liked him. Now, the suit was a bit Yeah, it was very low-budget low looking. Low it looked like um, Dodge T-Dog. <laughs> I think we have, uh, because we had to look that up. <laughs> but it was very good. Uh, his character was very good. The whole idea of these lupins and the idea of these dog aliens, who we've all got one who looks after us, is a bit like our dog. I mean, Scooby would do anything for us, as we all look at him sleeping in the bed drooling. <laughs> But uh, it was a really good idea. Claire was instantly likable, and you wanted to know more. Which one was Claire? Claire was the one, one that disappeared, in went back in time. Was she the one with Bob? Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, Bob is, is not a person, it's a haircut. Uh, Vinder was interesting from the start. Who is this guy, this enigma enigmatic Han Solo type character? We also never got to learn why he was in space. He was... We did. He was sent there because it was he stood up against the the Grand Serpent, as we found out who he was. No, but like, what was he doing there? 
That was his. Yeah, that was his job. Place, deep yeah. space. Uh, what was he looking for? Just, just looking out for. Basically, thing. he was sitting and watching. Like an so outpost. Like a prison. No, no, an outpost looking out for inva- invasions. But like, why? Like a lifeguard at an Olympic swimming contest. Wait, so this is. <laughs> so this is. N- I get that. So this is now. It's not in the future. Is it uh, in the future? No, it's now. It's now because the flux happened. Now. But in space in a different but didn't empire. It, but he's, did, not, he's not human. But didn't it happen in the past as well? In the 19-something one? Or 18, I don't know. Like, you know when that one episode? No. That wasn't the flux. What was it? Okay, maybe it was. See, it's quite it's quite complicated. It's quite complicated. Jericho was a really good character. Who's that? That's the old guy. The professor? The professor. He uh, was in the last three episodes. Wasn't it? Yes, the last three episodes, and he died in the last one, which was sad. Um, your guy Williamson, Joseph Williamson, the old guy from the eighteen hundreds in the oh, tunnels. Oh yeah, in the half. That was weird. Yeah. What was? What was? Well, well, he's a real historic guy who really dug tunnels underneath Liverpool, and nobody really knew why. Uh, a lot like of people. A lot of people. Well, a lot of people think it was uh, he was trying to give work to people. He had money, so he gave work to people to dig these tunnels. And you can go and look at these tunnels now. Maybe he was looking for oil and just missed. What did you think of Dan? I thought he was good. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like they introduced too many main characters for six episodes. There was an awful lot of them. It was, it was really hard to keep an eye on each of them. Especially after the first episode where you had Dan, Cavanesta, Kav- Swarm, Claire, Vinder, um, Williamson, uh, all in Al. it. A day Bell wasn't in it in the first episode. Mm. But they brought in the whole thing of the timeless child as well. I, I enjoyed that. That that wasn't just a thing from last series. It makes me want to go and rewatch those episodes about mm. that. But also I think that my favourite thing they did was brought back the division and the Joe Martin Doctor. That's thing, I don't know, what is the division? It's some secret organisation that we don't know anything about. And maybe these last three episodes will explain that before Judy Whittaker and Chris Chibnall, the series writer, goes. Are you looking forward to them going? No, I like Judy. I just don't really like Chris the Chibnall. plots. The, the plots? Like, they're just, I don't know. Also, the villains that are being made up aren't very good. They're not very memorable. Apart from the one teeth guy, I don't know what. Like, <laughs> he just stole teeth Tim and Shaw. tucked, and tucked them to his face. Is there any word of who's going to be the new doctor? There's no word uh, I'm not allowed to say. It's I'm me. Bu- I'm not allowed to say that I'm the next doctor yet, but I'll let you know when I'm allowed to say. How bad would it be if I was the next Do doctor? Think, well, it's going to be either Ginger, because we haven't had a Ginger one. I haven't had an Northern Irish one either. Ginger was the high ones, and that's the whole reason. Whoa. But then they kind of did away with that. Sure, Ginger was like the highest ones of the Time Lords. Really? Yeah. Where was that, this from? I don't know. I, I think so. And that's why the Doctor was never Ginger, because they had to be like some fancy thing. Okay. Well, he was a pre- the Gallifreyan president at a couple of points. Um... So, what did you think of the Joe Martin thing? Is that an interesting plot? What about her? What was the plot? The whole pa- a past doctor she doesn't remember. Ah, that was good. Do you, uh, I mean, I've got my theories. 
What's your theory? Well, my theory is it's between the second and third Doctor. Because we never saw that regeneration. Where she has to do stuff for the Time Lords who run the Division. Oh yeah, fair enough. Like, where do they fit all these in? Because then you see most of the regeneration. No, you don't. You Apart do. from the the um, War Doctor. You saw that. Did you? Yeah. From the War Doctor to Nine. Yeah. At the very end of uh, Day of the Doctor. He huh. goes into his TARDIS and starts a regeneration. Oh, and yeah. you see the ears. The Eccleson <laughs> ears. The ears. Uh, come out. And, uh, yeah. But you can... It's. I mean, it's... It's made up. You can make up more stories. You can make up more things. It doesn't really matter because it's... Mickey Mouse owns the TARDIS. Mickey Mouse. You could have that if you wanted to. What would you want the next series of Doctor Who to be about? After uh, this whole... uh, Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker are gone, what would you like it to be? I like when they go back in time to like historical events. Like when they did Your Woman Who Sat on the Bus. Rosa Parks. Aye, that was a good one. Right, so more historical things. I like the ones like the Waters of Mars. I thought that one was that wasn't like scary this... ones. Yeah, well, yeah. was it? Well, okay. Well, it was scary. I, I. But like, it's something that theoretically could actually happen. What happened that one? Um, they went to Mars, and then there was this water disease thing, and then people like turned oh, zombie-ish. Yeah. I also like the ones um, um, with Strax and your oh, lizard women um, and the other women. I can't remember their names. Yes. Madame Vastra. Madame Vastra. Yeah. Uh, and Jenny. Jenny. And Jenny. And, and Strax. Yep. Uh, did, no, Jenny, did Jenny not die? I can't remember. Did, did she though? I think she I, did. Russell T. Davis, who's taking over again, so he's coming back. A lot what of people are he thinking doing? he did the first two, sort of nine and ten. Those were, in my opinion, those were the best ones. So I'm excited. I, I for think this. eleven was the best, but that I mean, it's all opinion. It's all opinion. But a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's going to go back to that, but it's not because he's had ten years of experience doing other things, and I hope it's something completely different. I hope it's something where I don't know. Uh, you get the end of Jodie Whittaker, and then there's an explosion, and then the next series is you get four people who think they're all the Doctor, <laughs> and you have to work out who it is. But you also have to work out who these other three people are. Ooh, now I'm taking that'll that. That'll be good. I'm taking that straight from um, the whole death of Superman and funeral for a friend and the reign of Superman thing. But that would be be an interesting twist to it. But also, Ooh. Russell T. Davis is the one who started. The Sarah Jane Adventures and Torchwood. So are there any spin-offs you think there should be? There should be Luke from the Sarah Jane Adventures. What he did? No, he should just appear in Doctor Who. He should, I agree with that. As a random civilian, but then she goes, wait a minute, I recognise you. (laughs) Mickey, I think he should have his own. Mickey, there's a slight problem with that. The actor is kind of out of favour. Also, about Belle and Vendor, I mentioned that one. That would be good, yeah. That would. Uh, do you know what? Two things I would love them to do, and I know they're not going to. Right? One, a Doctor Who cartoon, which you take any of the Doctors in sort of the same vein of what if, so you can have the first 13 Doctors, one episode with, with an adventure from one of them, but an overall story arc, like one villain who keeps appearing in the end, and maybe have a episode 14 as all of them come together, and you can use the voices of the old Doctors. Or people can do Big Finish have been doing a lot of that voice stuff. Uh, and another one is 
some sort of series set now that has the companions coming together. Like you could have it like there's one person like uh, Ian Chesterton, who was one of the first companions. He could sort of have his Rolodex and if there's something that needs investigated, he phones two ex-companions from two different doctors and every week it's two different people who go off to investigate this. So you could have modern companions and older companions. I think they should bring K9 back, but like an upgraded version. What would you upgrade on? I don't know. I feel like he should hover. A robo dog. I feel like he should hover, like kind of like you know the way the Daleks can yeah. do that. Yeah. I feel like he should be able to do that now. No, I feel like they should make him look as real. Basically, he would be an AI, but look like a dog. So basically, you can have a dog in the program. So basically, you just want a dog. Okay. What if the doctor regenerated into a dog? That'd be very cool. Also, what if they couldn't find the doctor? <gasps> I like that. And like that Search was, and they had to the find all the old companions to ask if they'd seen the doctor because if the doctor went back in time to visit them, that would be so cool. That, that there's a lot of ideas you could do anything with the doctor. Uh, Russell T. Of course, he listens to us all the time. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I I, I, I can hear your scribbling in your notebook right now. <laughs> Which is amazing because this was recorded well before he started scribbling. Uh, so that's Doctor Who Flux. I personally liked it. I, it wasn't bad. It was like some episodes were good and some were meh. Okay. I only half watched it. Yeah, you got bored very quickly with a mother just knitted and surfed which is okay that, that is what tv is about that's what uh watching things about some people will like it some people won't like it and you're allowed to i kind of miss the ones where there's like a mystery like um are you talking about scooby-doo now like you know that one i can't remember i think it was the 12th doctor and clara and then they went to it was this one with santa in it and they had to figure out yeah. like Last when they were Christmas? actually not dreaming i with the star face things. Ah. Yeah. Star. Uh, right. Uh, that is it for this time. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you would like to contact us, you can on email at mymarksmess at gmail.com. On Twitter, at Marksmess Podcast about the tea. And on Facebook, Marksmess Podcast. And you can talk to us about Doctor Who. You can talk to us about uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes or anything else. Next time we're going to be talking about the MCU and a new episode of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. A double episode. A double episode where the Hulk and Hawkeye appear. What do we do after this? What? What do we do after this? Is there a season two? This is season two. This isn't the end of it. This isn't... This is only mid-season. This is going to take us years to get through. How many episodes is there? Well, loads. A lot. I mean, the box set is up there, and we're ju- just going to be doing the end of the first. Well, no, the eight DVDs. We're just at the end of the second DVD. I know this could be. This could be. It could be. My grandchildren will be finishing this with me. Right. Uh, so, listen. Thank you very much for listening, and may you have a happy new year. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. I don't Bye. think this is going to be out before New Year. Bye. Listen, Charlotte days. just challenged me to say goodbye. Two days. Goodbye. Does the lecture
is just a name Mother Angel, radiation, let me tell you what they are Radio waves, microwaves, infrared radiation Visible eyes, ultraviolet x-rays, gamma rays 